good day. My name is Carol. This is my first episode of my podcast and I'll be discussing about different topics that affect us on a daily basis. So today's topic is about gender-based violence. I have a guest with me today who will be discussing this topic with me. Please introduce yourself. Okay, uh, good day. My name's my name's Arapumelo Nyumani Zaba. I am a journalist, a mm-hmm. feminist, and or should I say activist, mm-hmm. with the in association with the hashtag Total Shutdown mm-hmm. in South Africa. Yeah, that is very interesting. I have a very brilliant uh, guest with me today. So gender-based violence is a very big problem in South Africa and affects about one in two families. Mm -hmm. So we have um, different questions that we'd like to ask you, Miss Nora. So the first question is, what is gender-based violence? Well, gender-based violence is basically violence against a certain gender mm-hmm. it can be male it can be female mm-hmm. but then in most cases people classify it as something that happens to women because yeah. in most cases it's women that it's women and children that actually go and report about something that might be happening to them mm. so it can be sexual violation it can mm-hmm. be physical it can be emotional Mm. at the end of the day it's abuse or it's violence against one person by the other oh okay Mm -hmm. i think i i now understand it better but um i actually wanted to know who does it affect much in our society is it children is it women is it Mm -hmm. men so yeah in most cases um statistics have shown that women and children are the ones that are mostly affected by gender-based violence Mm. because women and children cannot defend themselves. Mm. They do not know how to fight for themselves. Mm. As in most cases, the perpetrators or the people that violate them are male Mm. or the male gender. So women and children are are the ones that are mostly affected by this issue. Okay, okay, Mm. thank you. Um, So what are the causes of gender-based violence? There are different causes, Mm. really, because in some chances or in some instances, one might feel that they have power over another Mm. in a certain way. It might be because they are the breadwinner or the, the main person that is working at home and as such they feel like they deserve to be treated with certain kind of respect mm-hmm. or it can be in a sense that let me say a father feels like the wife yes the wife is working mm-hmm. but because mm-hmm. of this I am not working as a father and they do not have that much power or say over something and in return they tend to be controlling mm, in a mm. sense that they're trying to show that they are still the head of the family so that's what happens in most cases it it's it doesn't matter who's who's doing what or how mm. because in most cases it happens oh okay and it's people around or in the family that are mostly affected mm, and the community mm. at large but then in most cases we don't look at the communities because we don't speak out yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay 
So, um, Africa is a very cultural continent mm-hmm. and we have different structures. Um, so now I want to know how this culture shape gender-based violence. Is there correlation between um, the two? Yeah. What I can say is for decades or for years mm. uh, before us, culture has always been something that controls the practices or human practices in life. Mm-hmm. In a sense that men have always been seen as the 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 man of the house or the one that, the ones that are in charge. They're the provider. They're the ones that have to make sure that certain things are taken care of. Mm-hmm. While women are the inferior part, the inferior part mm-hmm. counterparts mm-hmm. because women have to take care of children. Women have to do the chores and women have to do this and that. As long as it's not manly mm-hmm. or masculine. Mm-hmm. So, in most cases, culture plays a role. Yeah. Because for a woman to be abused by her husband and not say something. It's the fear of saying that if I speak out, my mm. family might be destroyed. Yeah. If I speak out, chances are my children will grow up without a father. Mm-mm. So culture still plays that role even in this century that we live in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So um, I know that we all understand that gender-based violence is, is a huge problem. Mm-hmm. But now the question is, what can we do what should be done to stop this is it something that we can really stop or can we just minimize it can it be stopped to be honest as a feminist Mm. an activist i'd say that it would be good to know that gender-based violence has come to an end Mm -hmm. but that will take years because first of all what we need to understand is that we have to educate people about certain things and about life yes. to be specific. Yes. If we can teach men to do things that women do and to allow women to do things that men do mm-hmm. and see each other not entirely as equal but then as people that can do certain things that have been said before that this gender cannot do this, this gender cannot do that. Because if we continue in a society that just says women should be submissive, yes, women should be understanding, then chances are the rate still goes up. Yeah, children will still try to silence their children when their stepfather is abusing them, mm-hmm. and say that don't speak out because people will start talking. Yes, if we can teach young women to be independent enough to say that I can stand on my own without a man in my life mm-hmm. yes you might have a man but don't let it be something that says that i depend entirely on this person because in most cases that's when the power comes in yeah of trying to be in control Mm-mm-mm. i believe that that's the only way that things can get to change yeah. if women are empowered enough to say that you can do this as a woman mm-hmm. okay um it's it's very interesting that we're talking about this now that it is it's august Mm-hmm. And August is um, usually celebrated as Women's Month. Mm-hmm. And uh, recently, I've seen something that was going on in the news um, about a certain pasta, pasta okay. omotoso, um, which involves uh, really young girls 
mm-hmm. who were abused by him and we have women mm-hmm. who were actually part of that so now who is supposed to protect our young people who is supposed to protect a certain gender when we have women who are involved like how do we work together as women to try and protect our young people or young kids from men to be honest with the story behind the Omotoso case it's it's very saddening to, to believe or to see that women were also involved mm-hmm. in this because in most cases women are the ones that have to protect children mm-hmm. but in this case it's the same women that were recruiting if I can put it like that mm-hmm. young women to go and be in the situation that they were put in yeah we don't know who is supposed to be protecting someone now but we what we can say is let it be someone who has a conscience enough to know that certain things are wrong and mm. they shouldn't be done yeah because not just in that case of the pastor but even when we look at cases of human trafficking yeah women are involved yeah you hear that there's a woman that's working with this group of men that goes around um calling children to come and join her for something and next thing children are missing mm. Mm. so if this country could have enough of a conscience to say you know what i don't want to be part of this anymore mm-hmm. i want to stand up against it it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter whether you're female or male Mm. If you have enough of a conscience to say that I am not with this, I am against this. Yeah. That's what we want. Okay, this is getting very interesting. <laughs> like it's really getting interesting because now I'm thinking of law enforcement. Mm-hmm. We do have the police to protect us. Mm-hmm. We do have our human rights activists. Mm-hmm. But it seems like the law is not it's it's like it's not enforcing that um you know trying to uh stop this mm-hmm. or trying to engage in this kind of conversations so do you think law enforcement is really failing us do you think there should be better policies for um for the country to try and protect young people and people who are mostly affected um i don't know because in most case in some cases you hear of women young women being turned back um, from reporting a crime because of something um i remember there was a story that we worked with uh, with the hashtag social shutdown mm-hmm. where her step her stepfather was abusing his stepdaughter yes and in that case there were also police officers that were involved mm. the case was in was reported a couple of times but there was nothing going on mm. he would be taken to court to to the police station to be asked questions and suddenly the case just seemed to go numb Mm-mm. so in some cases i'd say there are police officers that are working with it but then it's not enough they're not enough yeah there has to be more that are willing or should i say there has to be more activists within the police force yeah that understand what it means to actually work with a case where a young woman was raped or a young woman is being abused mm 
because until that happens then chances are most of them will just take it as another case yeah that's happening mm. and we'll have more young women being killed with that we'll have more of Abu Karabu Mugwenu being killed yeah and at the end of the day it's just another statistic yeah yeah this this just reminds me of um how how the system is mm-hmm. especially the workforce that we have uh, in South Africa like when you look at our jobs you look at the inequality within mm-hmm. within the workplace um most of the decisions that actually affect women mm-hmm. are made by men hence hence the law doesn't really protect yes exactly the people who are, who are mostly affected and like nothing really is done about this issue and it's it's really a huge huge issue that's affecting people every day and it it goes from generation to generation mm-hmm. and yeah something really has to be done hence i'm saying that at least if we had enough or activists being in the police force yeah it would be better because if a man an ordinary man mm. is told of a case in some cases they'll just take it as another statement that they have to take or write down yeah and it's transferred to the next person to the next person however it works mm. but then if it's someone who is an activist who understands what it means to stand up for another person especially in cases of gender based violence mm. then chances are they will try to do more follow ups yeah we wouldn't have cases where some of the evidence goes missing mm. or a case just goes numb after being reported mm-hmm. or a suspect is i don't know um proved by dna to have been a suspect but then is not arrested yeah because some of these suspects end up walking the same streets that their victims walk in mm-hmm. and they have mm-hmm. to be faced with that with that reality of seeing your perpetrator right in front of you or passing by you every single day and not even being able to do anything just because the laws is still taking its course. Yeah. So if maybe there are those activists in there, maybe things would change. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what we want to see. We want to see change. Yeah. 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 So uh you mentioned something about the total shutdown. Mm-hmm. Um so what is the total <laughs> shutdown? Well, basically, um, the total shutdown, the hashtag total shutdown, is a movement mm-hmm. uh, of women, for women, by women. Mm. Basically, what we do is um, we try and advocate for women's rights. Yeah. We try and look at what is happening when it comes to gender-based violence. And also, we try to look at how women might be treated in a workplace. Mm-mm. Basically, anything women and children will look at. Mm-mm. Because we realize that women don't have much of a voice. Yeah. I mean, it took us, like, until last year to actually be heard and have something to say. On the, on the 1st of August, when we marched last year, mm. that's when something seemed to be taking place in South Africa but there hasn't really been much change we have 24 demands but are they being met it's taking time Mm. Mm. it's taking time so what we do is we try to reinforce our demands Mm -hmm. with the government with the policy makers and whoever is 
hearing us to say that we need this for women we want women to be protected enough we want women to be given enough I don't know enough power or a stand as to say that I can do this job without having to go through a process of stripping myself in front of a man for mm. me to get a job yeah because we're tired of that yeah why does one have to slip with someone to get a job that they are qualified for Mm-mm-mm. why do we have to bear another person being killed just because it's their partner or whoever it might be mm. that's what we want to do so we want to make people aware that there is violence and there are people out there that are willing to listen to you if you have something that is holding you back from living your life the way it should be yeah because we want the end of violence to really come to existence yeah yeah mm-hmm. okay um so so when exactly do you um do you have this hashtag total shutdown is it just on the 1st of august <clears throat> or does it go on through the whole month um basically it's not just about any month mm-hmm. uh august was more of a launch mm-hmm. to say mm-hmm. that we have this movement in south africa and it's it's there yeah. because almost each and every month we are having discussions somewhere about gender-based violence and we're trying to reach out to people on social media almost every p- platform that's there we're trying to reach out and say that listen to us Mm-hmm. because we want to we want you to hear what we want what we have to say so that if ever there's anyone that you know that is going through this you would know how to support them yeah yeah so basically it's not about just august august is august to us marks the first year mm. of the launching the official launching or the march that actually showed that there is a movement mm-hmm. that's the total shutdown oh okay so um i think um last year mm-hmm. when i watched the news i actually saw the president being part of the total shutdown mm-hmm. um what did he say about this whole movement what was so significant about him being there taking part um, in this he wasn't really taking part you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't part of the the movement what 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 really happened was we tried to get the president to hear our cries mm. to mm. say that we've been silent enough we need someone to hear us we need someone that is willing to take action mm. and as the president of south africa uh, we've realized that uh, president ramaphosa has been one to actually try and do as much as he can mm. for the people of of south africa yeah uh, so what we did was we tried to reach out in every way possible, hence the march. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we had um, the, the summit that we had in Pretoria. Mm. So what we did was the, the summit was more about us submitting our memorandum to say that this is what we have on the table. This mm-hmm. is what we want you to hear. This is what we need you to do for us mm-hmm. as women mm-hmm. in South Africa. And... He said that he would see, but he will see that some of the things are met in time. Mm, mm. So far, not much has been done. Mm. But we're hoping that he still keep up with his words. Because even though things have happened, Mm. 
even though we've met, we've had a summit, mm-hmm. women are still being killed. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Children are still being abused. Yeah. And yes, there are men that are being, I don't know, abused and and all that. But it's women that are mostly powerless. Yeah. So that's who we fight for. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think um, we'll now come to the end of this podcast. Um, really, thank you so much for joining us today. I think our listeners um, will get a lot from this and mm-hmm. will learn a lot. Mm-hmm. So now, how do we become part of this total shutdown? Uh, to become part of this total shutdown is very easy. We have a Facebook page, mm-hmm. which is the total shutdown. We have a Twitter handle, at total shutdown. Mm. And yeah, there are other platforms that are also available on those social media accounts that I've mentioned mm. that people can 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 also be part of because because we also have our WhatsApp groups where we add people that are willing to be part of this mm. movement and say mm. that we are tired of just standing back and watching while another is being beaten or another person is being killed. Yeah. So anyone is welcome. Just go and like our page, follow us on Twitter and if ever there are questions anyone is allowed to ask questions we'll give them feedback. Mm as to what we might be busy with in that moment and how they can proceed with us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you so much. Um, I hope our listeners have had that and are going to uh, be active and also be part of this hashtag total shutdown. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is the end of the podcast. Um, please join us on the next podcast. Uh, thank you so much. Bye.